Chode House. Anyways, so yeah, we're going to talk about HP Lovecraft tonight. And I love HP Lovecraft. And um, I haven't read anything of his that I didn't like. Um, so just to, if the listeners don't know who H.P. Lovecraft is, just to give some perspective here, um, he, like his, his writings are old, very old, pre, How old? <laughs> pre-1940s, like he died, he died in 1937, right? Didn't he have so, some stuff published posthumously, though? Posthumously. Posthumously, right, yes, right. thank you. I, I'm just, I'm just saying that he wrote this stuff during during this time that, that that's yeah. what i meant to give some to give some context of you know what what kind of time it was what the world was like during that time um which i don't really know <laughs> what the fucking world was like during that time uh it must have been pretty bleak um <laughs> to to inspire some of this writing um but he uh so, so he had he had a I mean mildly wealthy family, um, and he uh, you know he pretty much lived off that until like his his grandfather died, um, like his father was institutionalized um, when he was when he was like three years old, and um, you know a bunch of bunch of bad shit happened to him. Anyways, it created this. All these events in his life happened to pretty much, and you know, inspire him to write these works. And um, you know, he uh, like during this time, there was something else that I wanted to bring up too. And I mentioned this in our chat um, the other night, maybe last night. He wrote, he wrote over a hundred thousand letters. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. I remember hearing the uh, that he, like I didn't know it was that many. I remember it being a lot. Like holy shit, this is so fucking many letters. That's and I, I remember commenting. It's like he 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 responded to every single thing, even if oh, it was yeah. just like dude saying, same, same. I don't know. You ain't got you ain't got a text messaging back then, so you know short letters count. Right. I mean, dude was only what. Uh, forty-seven. Forty-seven. Yeah. What did he die of? Um. What did he die of? Was oh. it cancer? Was it colon cancer? Oh, Long intestine cancer. A, yes, sir. That's oh, a yeah. motherfucker, right there. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Ugh. Ain't nothing. <laughs> um. He went out hard. Yeah, went out hard. <laughs> I can't think of many colon things. Colon cancer Blaker. in the forties. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, but um. So so anyways, yeah, and t- yeah, intestinal cancer. Forty six. It was forty six. That's crazy. A uh, hundred thousand letters. Some of them have actually been published, like collections of his of his letters. Um, which I have not read, but I, I think that would be interesting to read. <laughs> But, um, uh, fucking notes. Yeah. So I think, um, probably be, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just, I was just going to say, um, you know, if, if, if anybody's listening that hasn't read this stuff, 
um, you know, it's kind of, I mean, it's, it's horror-based, kind of, I mean, fantasy type, type stuff, but in a weird, it, it's, it's weird. It's, it's hard to describe. Um, but go ahead, Snow, what you were saying. Oh, I was just going to kind of talk about what, you know, the, the thing most people know him for. I mean, I think, I think starting what, elaborating more on what you just said would be a better place, though, that the style of, um, the style of horror that he kind of, he pioneered. I mean, I'm not aware of anyone. He definitely gets the credit for it. I, obviously, yeah. I can't say he's the first one that did it. I think he probably is, but the cosmic horror, um, it's called, uh, you know, some slangs or eldritch horror, um, because the yeah. eldritch beings are, yeah, it's it's what he refers to a lot of the entities and um, monsters. I kind of like the word when I think about Lovecraft's writings. I think entity applies better than monster. Mm-hmm. Monster is kind of too boring. Like when you think a monster or too not maybe not boring like it's small very corporeal. Stuff. It's very like physical form, and we can fight it and kill it and all that. And it's like yeah, all this stuff yeah. is not. It's like no. Yeah, that's what's so that's what's so unique about him, at least at the time, and even still today, is like like you're saying, so we can fight it, right? Like a monster, like Frankenstein right. or the right. werewolf. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you're probably gonna die, but if you get enough people together, you could beat it. But when you're talking about an, a you know cosmic horror or an eldritch being or the the old ones, these things that when they're des- they're described, they're described as being indescribable. Like your brain literally cannot comprehend even what they're about and you cease to exist if you just see them like there's there's no fighting it they're 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 inevitable and it's kind of like this weird existential crisis that it triggers in you because it's it's not about it's not about winning or losing and we can get into detail but some of the some of the beings aren't even evil in the traditional sense like they're not well, a lot of people think about monsters and they're evil, like the monster has a wow. vendetta, right? He wants mm-hmm. to hunt down the teenager and kill it or whatever. A lot of these things are not evil. They just are. They're, they <laughs> yeah. exist above good and evil. Yeah. That, that's not a concept they care about. They right, just right. they exist. I just don't fuck you. I'm sorry. I, you died. Okay. I consume. Right. And that's that's trippy, man. That's that, really, that really is, trippy. That is so trippy. Like It's, it's hard to even... It's hard to think about, you know. You can sit and, you know, philosophize about it, which is what we're going to do tonight. But mm. it's um, it's it's really hard to put a button on it. <laughs> I mean, I I certainly feel like he meant it to be that way, you know. Like um, whenever he is, he he's always, you know, whenever um, whenever somebody in his book finds themselves in a in a situation where uh, things are no I don't want to say whenever because they always do they always find themselves in situations where they can't really convey to the reader what is happening and so someone in that someone in that space in that predicament they're you know they're just grasping it at things that they can you know closely relate to what is happening right and uh so it's it's very odd like his like the descriptions that come out of the books um because it it's almost like they're just grasping at, at straws to to sum up what 
<laughs> what is happening, right? Um, and so I, I think that that uh, you know it, the it creates this you know this feeling of you know you just it's, it's the void. It's 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 that which is you know uh, can't be understood. Yep. It's yeah. You, I agree. It was hundred percent. It's it's um, it's just hope hopelessness. Yeah. Like not um, not a again not a hope not a oh dang we lost and should have tried <laughs> it's harder. It's a yeah. right. It's it's an utter hopelessness of knowing nothing you do matters at all. Period. <laughs> you cannot yeah. influence anything yeah. that's about to happen. You are worthless and insignificant. The whole world is worthless and insignificant. Get ready. It's, uh, yeah. It's so fucking cool, though. Oh, yeah. I love it. No, I, I just love the whole mythos around it, you know, about, like, I guess Cthulhu is probably the most well-known. Um, I mean, you had, there was a video game that came out a while back, Cthulhu Saves the World or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you you know, it's kind of like this. Uh, I'll flip that one eighty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just play Cthulhu, and it was like a two D something. I never played it. But. Yeah, it's. I guess that may be. Um, that may be a good place to. Uh, good place to start. Real, you know, just to because that's the one I think anyone that's listening probably has heard of, right? It's the the big guy with the t- there's a lot of interpretations of him, but the classic one is he's you know s- multiple stories tall, hundreds of feet in the air, minimum. You know he has like a like the Davy Jones from uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean, like the tentacle face. Yeah. He's got these long tentacles, hundreds of them. He's got big claws. He's kind of scaly looking, um, very muscular, but not. Again, it's he- he's muscular looking, but as the as it's described you know, in general, in, in through the books. And interestingly enough, and I, I didn't know this until uh, just a few years ago when I, I've been a fan of his, of Lovecraft's work, but he doesn't describe Cthulhu in a lot of detail in the books. Like he gives, um, <clears throat> like by a lot of detail, I mean, a lot of what we see in classical or not classical in modern interpretations has been filled in from, I think, maybe some of the letters he wrote, but also just from people interpreting what Lovecraft said and kind of doing right. their own thing with it. Right. But, um, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's from, what's that city called? Raleigh. I don't know how to pronounce it. Ryla. It's a, Oh yeah. Weird, the underground, underground city. Yeah. 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 It's a, that's where Cthulhu sleeps and he's, um, been, he's kept asleep by, you know, I, I don't remember the passage, but it's basically, Thank God he sleeps. What it boils down to, <laughs> and he's in this—he's in this city that's near the South Pole, near Antarctica, I believe it. Is, underwater, like hundreds of feet or thousands of feet underwater, and the city is kind of cool too because the city's non-Euclidean. Like I had to look it up to make sure it's what they said about this one, but it's a oh, city of non-Euclidean Lord. geometry. Oh, so oh, even if you hell. get there, like you're you're you can't navigate it like your brain and your body can't make sense like you're you're you think you're walking but then you're climbing but you're climbing horizontally but there's gravity pulling against you vertically like even SCP. though you're horizontal yes yes 
That's where oh, they got yeah. it. Okay. Is there an S- is there an SCP uh, similar to this? They make there's a lot. One- there's one line in it, right? Where they where they say that about a house there in because the, they're trying to clear this house. Use some paranormal activity. Oh wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop, stop there. So, uh, remind me what SCP uh, stands for. Oh shit. Supernatural? No, something containment protocol. Oh. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'm sorry. No, no, no. Secure, contain, protect. I was totally that's wrong. It. Oh, yeah. I, that, I apologize. That's it. Yeah. So, so SCP is a, it's, it's like a, um, man, what would you call it? It's a crowdsourced, fucking horror. Yeah. Yeah. Horror. It's, it's like a yeah, whole, yeah. It's a whole monster, mythos that, but it's like, it's, it's more like a monster. What do you call it? A monster book. Like the, like the, like in video games, when you go and you look up all the monsters, like a bestiary. You know, the, oh, bestiary. yes, yeah. yeah. There it's you like go. a crowdsourced yeah. online bestiary. But there's there, there, it's that. But there's so much lore, man. There's full yes. novels that people have yeah. written just in their spare time, and there, this is not attached to any author. Like it's it's been used mm-hmm. in popular media, but there's no like Timothy Zahn from Star Wars fame for SCP. Like like you're saying, it's these just people. It's just people the, that have gotten together over the years and made it a thing. This off topic, but were the back rooms were were they were those, ins- those are inspired by SCP? They're okay. they're not strictly an SCP, but the guy, the sixteen year old kid that made that, he's a fan of SCP, yeah, uh, of that lore. That's, he's heavily inspired that's cool by shit, it. Man, um, yeah, but why why I brought it up? It was the yeah. whole the non Euclidean geometry. Like these guys are trying to clear this house and all that. You know, they're tactical. They got their they got their gear on, their rifles, and they're moving through. And if they go through one. Like a claw, the back of a closet, and it's like this whole other house opens up, and they're like, "We got non-Euclidean or non-Euclidean geometry." <laughs> it's like, uh-oh. Yep. Yep. And they're like, <laughs> "Oh they, shit!" They, they radio that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they radio back. They're like, "We're we're in non-Euclidean geometry." It's yep. like, oh so, shit. I, I think we should to, to the uh, there are millions of fans out there. Definitely, uh-huh. definitely tweet at Ethan and let him know we need to cover that. That'd be a good SCP. Is just there's so much cool shit. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But so to, to bring it back, so there's the city. It's it's all like it's indescribably horrific in the cosmic sense. That's where Cthulhu sleeps, and there's all there's you know always these cultists trying to wake him up because cultists gonna cultist right. They want to bring about the end of existence. <laughs> cultists gonna cult. They're a bunch of nihilists. <laughs> yeah, they just want everything to fall apart. He's just nihilist, dude. That, that's that's probably the most. That's probably the most well known, though. I, I, not probably. That is the most well known. Yeah, like, even if, even if people well-known. don't know anything about his works, if you say Cthulhu, they'll probably recognize it then. But if you show them a picture, they'll go, "Oh, the monster thing." It's like, "Yep, yeah, the monster thing." Exactly. Uh, you have to show me the spelling. Oh, it's a C T H U L H U. I think C T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. I'd be like, because forever I was like, "What the hell is this word?" In and I'm sure we're I'm sure we're pronouncing it wrong. But, no, actually, uh, I'm pretty sure Cthulhu is the is the is that, canon is pronunciation. The okay, I think so. Okay. But it, fuck them if it's not. It's, it's what I say. Damn it! <laughs> it's what it is now. It's what this it show. is now. We have, we uh, here it is, folks. This is the correct pronunciation. You heard it on Cthulhu. the Showhouse. Yep, and another another cool thing. Before I, I let you talk. It's I, I had to look up the name, but so Cthulhu is this you know again eldritch, 
he's not yeah he's a great old one so there's he's all these subspecies okay. and yeah there's all these species and subspecies structures of the deities and entities in lovecraft's mythos and uh so cthulhu again is insurmountable yeah sure they're like like ethan said you know there are video games where of course you can beat him but he alone is insurmountable, but the point I'm making is in the grand scheme of the deity hierarchy, he's not really that high. Uh-oh. Like, there's a there's uh. a few above him, and his dad, or no, no, I'm sorry, it's his it's his grandfather. Or his great his great grandfather, I apologize. Azathoth? Azahoth? Yeah, Azahoth is literally the embodiment of chaos. Like just uh. chaos. Like when you think of chaos in the most abstract sense that governs everything and has always and will always and never, never did not exist. It has always existed even before existence. Yeah, that's yeah. that's Cthulhu's great granddad. <laughs> I wrote this. Uh, I wrote this line down in, in my notes here. So I thought it was fucking <laughs> just fucking nuts talking about as 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 a as a thoth. As, as a thoth. Yes. I totally spelled it wrong, but um. Anyway, so so he dreams the universe, right? Yep. He's oh, also a dreamer, much like, much like Cthulhu is. Um, but <laughs> the fucked up thing that I read about him was that it cannot be destroyed, since destruction is something that is destruction is a concept that resides in the dream. Like is that not is that not oh. fucked up sounding? Like yeah, <laughs> like well, it's, it's kind of like how do you destroy chaos? Like you can't have <laughs> you can't you can't have yeah. existence without chaos, right? Right. So that and that's just thinking about that. So just what you, well, you said, can't, you can't right? have destruction without order. Sure. Right? And, to destroy and, and, means and, there was something that was ordered to begin with, and if he's just pure chaos, then he is without order at all. So you cannot destroy that which was never ordered. To begin mm. with, yep. At least that's and, the way and, I and he's he's not evil. Like he's like he doesn't. It, it it's not a he. It it does not want to destroy things. It is it's just it. It just dreams. It just hangs out. Things worship it. I'm, I'm sure it occasionally twitches the wrong way and blows away a galaxy. <laughs> but it's not trying to do it. It's just there. Like, it's, like it's, Cthulhu, there's um I can't remember what it is, but there's like this group that of beings or entities or whatever that uh keeps keeps it asleep lest the universe be destroyed. So they keep they, they keep Cthulhu asleep. Well the, I was talking about um Azathoth. Azathoth. Yeah. Oh they keep yeah, Azathoth a, asleep. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember. You're right, but I can't remember who that is. Right. Makes you wonder how they got him to sleep in the first place. <laughs> Probably they just, just got sleepy. Him, they just catch him <laughs> after a, a lasagna yeah. meal. He was he was in a food coma. <laughs> yeah. The Eldritch lasagna. Got <laughs> him <laughs> <laughs> in a food coma. It's like, they got him down. <laughs> oh, you'll you'll like this since D's a big uh, fan of supernatural. Mm. Um, uh, one of one of Azathoth's children is darkness. Like oh, literally shit. darkness. Like yeah, yeah, darkness. that was a huge character in Supernatural. Yeah. So Azathoth's child one of is all, in Supernatural? No, it, I'm not saying... Well, may, maybe maybe that's where they got inspiration. I don't know. 
I just I just was re- just the name itself and how like I, I remember in, in Supernatural D mentioning it's it's a very powerful cause it's 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 darkness it's it's power yeah it's a, it's just it's incarnate it's not a yeah it's just darkness it's just it's it, well it's actually destruction it's kind of the the part it played in it so darkness in the in the series there was was the sister of I guess what we would call the Christian God. And, uh, you're, you know, they don't call it Yahweh, but that's, that's what it is. So the darkness is the sister of Yahweh and it's responsible for destroying while Yahweh was a creator. He made things and he locked her away. And this is, this is purely supernatural. The TV series lore, he locked her away because everything he made and he liked, she would just come along and, well, destroy it. <laughs> so that was uh, that was their lore with that. And she gets out and she toys with it. But it's a whole thing. It's different podcast. It's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> but I didn't know that. Thing. And now that adds a lot. There has a lot more dimension now to that show. And it's like, oh, so they incorporated some Lovecraft into this. <laughs> he's inspired so much because he's just. Again, I think he was the first one to think about the unthinkable when it comes to horror. Obviously, there's been philosophers for thousands of years, but mm-hmm. to put it in like a horror context or in popular media, like I think he I, he was the first one to do that. And it's I, I'm looking through the list of like the um, the outer gods and then the the old gods and like trying to look. They're all like we've said they just exist. You know, they're not good nor evil. They they do their own thing because they want to do it. Um, I found one that it, it, it ties back before we move on. It ties to Azathoth. It's it's his it's his other offspring. It's actually the father of Cthulhu, Nyarlathep. Oh yeah, I've heard that. Um, yeah, and Nyarlathep is kind of unique because he takes the form of a man in black, tall, slender man wearing black robes. Well, he, no. he's the um, no. He, no. It isn't isn't Stephen King on the scene? <laughs> isn't let me, he, let me go um, and soak that one up. Isn't he, uh, he's kind of like the trickster, right? If I remember correctly. So So he he, he is actually malevolent. He's described as being, he's actually evil. Oh, really? He he loves to cause, like, he he wants to cause madness, it says. That's how he's described, is wanting to cause madness over destruction and wanting to torture and inflict pain on humanity, trick people, consume them, and his, his purpose is to fulfill wishes. Like, he's, like, tied to Azathoth. So as Azathoth is dreaming and he wants something, Nyarlathep, you know, instantaneously knows it and fulfills his wish in the in the human, like in, in, in our dimension or our reality. But he's he is actually malevolent. He's not, I guess, neutral ish like we've been talking about. Like he, he has an agenda. He wants to, again, just inflict misery, like torture people beyond anything they can imagine. Not just, you know, put you on a rack and physically torture you, but like mentally psychologically torture you and just inflict utter despair. He's a, yeah, he's a bad one. But yeah, he's odd that that kind of breaks away from uh, the whole, I mean, that that kind of breaks away from how we're describing all the, all the Eldritch gods. Well, so I, I think, I think he's, I kind of view him as like, and this is, this is me talking. He's kind of like the connection, right? 
to between, he kind of bridges the gap because he does describe him as fulfilling their wishes. And he's, you know, he takes the form of a man. He's, there's a, he's called the, uh, the thousand God or was it, what's the name? Um, God of a thousand forms. Cause he, he can oh, yeah. you know, it, take yeah. all these other forms. And a lot of those are horrific to the point of insanity. Like the other ones, like, like humans can't like comprehend Satan, it. Kind of. You think about yeah. It. I, mean, I mean, you could maybe draw a parallel to that. Yeah. He, he chooses to appear as a man and a tall man in black robes. That's his form yeah. he chooses. If he doesn't want to instantly drive you insane and break your mind, <laughs> he shows up as this. But he's I, got a I bigger, think, he's got a bigger plan. He's, he's wanting to really fuck with you and, and make someone else's life miserable because of the decisions right. you made. Well, it's 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 kind of cool that it bridges it, right? Because I mean, you, in my opinion, you need that with if you're if you're designing a if you're designing this lore in this universe where all these beings are outside of motivations of human period. That is cool. I'm not going, you know, we've been, we've been talking for 20 minutes about how this is unique and it's amazing. And it is, it's, it's fucking mind blowing, but you, I think it's a, it's a really innovative and cool idea to have a way to tie that more directly in with humans. And maybe that's why he chose to have one. That's kind of, you know, he is still a cosmic being. He's, he's not human at all. He appears that way, mm-hmm. but he, he does kind of, you know, instead of just being above and existing, like like as a thought or Cthulhu not being evil, he kind of takes on more human personifications. He is evil. He enjoys torturing. He enjoys inflicting pain and despair. And he's kind of their like the the evil butler, right? Like as a thought, like up there, <laughs> the up there dreaming. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, hey, I really want this to happen. And so Nyarlathep or Nyarlathep, I'm I'm probably mispronouncing it, but. He's like, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll go do that. And he takes the form of what the fuck ever and just goes. It's- there's a question. And so if he's, you know, if, he, if there's Azathoth, Nardathep, or whatever, and then Cthulhu, who, I mean, is this not dropping down into science, but usually in lore like that, you have, well, it was, you know, the father was this, the mother was this, they got together, this came out. And then so on and so forth. Is does that not follow uh, this um, that formula, or is it just like you know? And then I got mad, and then I gave birth to the literal incarnation so, of rage. I, so there's nothing that gave birth to Azathoth. Like I said, he's just he is. He always was he's, right. He's he's chaos, but right. Um, it does have. So I know. Does um, have a mom? Well, Shub Niggerath. Nigger, nigger, yeah, Shub Niggerath and um, what's the other guy's name? Yog. Which oh, Yog? Yog is it? There's Yog so many Yogs. Yog Sathoth. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they are a quote unquote pairing. It, it's hard to call things couples in this universe. Right. I'm not saying they were in love. I'm just saying, you know, something between <laughs> these two entities happened. I don't know if there's, there's a familial tree for some Eldritch lasagna. Yeah, right. I'm going to see how many times I can say that in this podcast. <laughs> well, let me. I'm interested now. I, I've never actually looked to see if there is a tree of some sort. Okay, so this guy put something together. Um, so this is this is allegedly drawn by uh, by Lovecraft. I'm not going to fact check this. Fucking Google it yourself, people listening. I, I don't I'm not going to. But That's so as a thought, y'all don't even understand. <laughs> as a thought at the top again, nothing created him. And then under him directly, there's three. There's Nyarlathep, the Nameless Mist, and Darkness. Ooh. Darkness spawned Shub Niggurath, the Nameless Myth 
spawned Yogg-Sothoth. Those got together, and they spawned Nug and Yeb and Cthulhu and Safuga and Sarashho and Yabu and Yogash and all other people. So it looks like from Darkness and the Nameless Mist came Yogg-Sothoth and Shub-Niggurath, and those kind of, if you spawn, I guess. I'm, again, I'm not implying they copulated, but between those two, they spawned. You know, from them came like Cthulhu, or you know, S- Sagatha or y- Yogash. Narlathep, right. on the other hand, I don't see him doing anything. He's just again, he's this maybe like a bridge to humanity, inflicting pain and misery, and just doing what Azathoth wishes. Right. He may have been created as part of the dream. And when I when I say dream, go. when I say dream, I mean like the universe, basically. What'd you Google to pull yeah. that up? Uh, Cthulhu family tree. No. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> that easy. Went on Ancestry.com. Right, right. There's a, yeah. <laughs> Just um, type in Cthulhu and you'll get it. Interestingly enough, on the um, on the Lovecraft wiki, Narlathep is specifically called the son of Azathoth, whereas really? the darkness and the nameless mist are called offspring. Which is huh. a very key distinction, and I don't know. This could be just someone editing it. I don't know that that's what H.P. Lovecraft called them, sure. but if so, that's kind of that's kind of interesting. He, one of them isn't Nar- Narlathep is actually his son, mm-hmm. which is, you know, this is a pretty cool interpretation. Y'all won't be able to see this, obviously, but uh, H.P. Lovecraft wiki. I will link it here. It's the artist's interpretation, probably from a novel of Azathoth. The blind, oh, is it one of his other names? Is the blind idiot god? Well, it's I mean, chaos funny. has no intelligence. It's it just right. It's just it just is. It just is. It's just here fucking your shit up. Yeah, and I always thought it was cool, like the way I, the way I interpreted it, at least. Maybe it's not right. Is you know a lot of these eldritch beings from Lovecraft and from other people just inspired by him. You know, they have a lot of tentacles, they have a lot of eyes and teeth and mouths. And, and uh-huh. I, I always took that. You're not they're afraid. Not, <laughs> they're not designed like that because they're, they, they're, they don't look like that because it evokes fear. Like in world, I'm not saying why they were drawn that way. Like it's not, they, they don't look like that because it evokes fear. They, they look that fucked up because that's the closest our puny little brain can come to putting together something. Right. Like what you're seeing is not what's there. But the closest your brain can do is, yeah, I think there's like 38 teeth and 64 <laughs> eyes, and now we're dead. Yeah, and that's the closest you can get. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of tentacles. Yeah, oh, that, that's a that that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Man, that's that's, that's my that's, take on it. It's it's not that they're that way to look take. scary. Yeah, it's just they're so fucked up that your brain is literally melting. Trying to figure out what right. it's looking Try, at. Yeah, trying to piece it all together. <laughs> all right, so. We have, we have a chicken and egg problem then because we, it can't be uh, I seen this thing and then I was uh, annihilated. Well, I guess we can sure. because it's not real. Well, so there, there's it, it is fiction. And then in the stories, there are people right, that right, glimpse right. the gods and they don't go insane for whatever reason. Okay. Like it, right. it damages them permanently. They maybe right. they're they're They never speak again. Maybe they're right. in a coma, yeah. but they don't. It isn't. There's always going to be artistic license. I mean, he. If literally everyone always insta poofed as soon as you know the nanosecond they appeared, <laughs> yeah, it would never, really never be interesting. It. Yeah, right. Never be a narrator. 
at the so, at the at the mountains of at the mountains of madness, uh, they I'm pretty sure I think they make it out after um, coming into pretty close contact with a. I think it's called a Sh- Shogoth. Yeah, Shogoth. The Shogoth yeah, and were those like are strong. slaves. Yeah, but they're so they're 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 sl- they're like soldiers, or I, I I guess slaves is accurate too. I always kind of thought of them as like foot soldiers, but even though they're like the the you I guess you could say bottom tier. I would say a slave and a soldier, yeah, like a, yeah, a grunt or bottom tier. Bottom tier, and they're still so so strong like just you're you're lucky to escape from them kind of deal and yet you are right though they make it out the um the people from miskatonic university they're two professors looks like or three or a a few at least yeah Yeah. they go into uh they go into the himalayas and yeah it's there's a i'm not gonna lie and say that i remember the plot because I just remember the high points. I've yeah, been a long so, time. So, yeah, they they but, come. I, I mean, I don't want to give too many spoilers out in case anybody wants to read it. It's short, so um, you know, if you want to read it, it's called "At the Mountains of Madness." That's the thing um, I noticed. Is stuff wasn't. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say they they go to uh, what was it Antarctica? I think it's what yeah. you said. Yeah, Antarctica, and they they you know they're following up on a previous expedition that went out there and went uh, very wrong, um, and they come across a city that was built by the Shagoth or Shogoth, um, and that that was uh, that was one one of the things that they were meant meant for was uh, creating you know building uh, you know uh, constructing you know these cities. Um, cause they were, I mean, they were put here by, I, I don't, I, I think it might've been the great old, it might've been the old ones, the great old ones. Um, I don't think it was like the deep ones, like I level up or anything, or it may have been the deep ones. I can't remember which one's higher or lower actually, but, um, I think yeah, the deep ones are kind of towards the bottom, like still the bottom. In, in, innumerable above humans, but yeah. kind of towards the bottom oh, of that okay. scale. Yeah. That 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 makes that that makes more sense since, um, in my notes here I got that Dagon was one of the deep ones and that's the uh, that's the god. Um, that wait, 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 Dagon. Rings. How do you spell that? D a g o n. Man, that's tell me. Now, see, that's that's Babylonian. That's old. Oh, is it? Yeah, I'm that's sure old. he took inspiration from. I, I have no doubt that he took inspiration from. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was religion. literally like the god of. Uh, uh, of it's like it like pre. It was like pre uh, Poseidon uh, Dagon. It's like it's like literally where whenever the Christian or when the Catholic Church swallowed up uh, this, I can't remember who it was. They were they swallowed it up, but their priests and all that they were. They wore like fish things on their head, like the the mouth of a fish on their head. Oh, those people, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Being sarcastic, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I'm, I, I know. Yeah, if, like if, if you if you, no 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 if you literally mean fish on their head, I've seen that. I mean, it's like it's like you know, I mean, Google Google Dagon priests, and you will see it's like they wore fish like 
the emblem of a fish in the head. No, yes. like they no the that, that's the been parodied. Yeah I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So, yeah. But whatever Catholicism swallowed up their little religion, uh, they agreed, you know, that'll be part of our getup too. And that's why the priest or the Pope now, when you see his little fucking Pope hat, that's why it's in that fucking shape. Shut up. That, that is insane. Why. That is why. Really? There's a lot of shit I know about the Catholic Church. That's a different podcast, too. We've spawned like three different podcast episodes out of this one conversation. Well, yep. let's tell you. But yeah, um, Dagon, uh, that's, that's old. That's, that's old. That's old, old, old. That's, yeah. Yeah, there's yep. a lot of Luciferian shit in there, too. But driving on. So yeah, the the mountains of madness. Um, it uh, they like you like Ethan was saying, they they find this. It's kind of, uh, I mean, it's it's kind of like a, I guess, as far as action, at least for a lot of it. And these are short stories, not literally. A, I don't know that they mm. literally conform to a short story. I mean, they are not long in length. Um, and they they've they find this you know abandoned thing like a civilization, and there's evidence of you know, death and, and war or what appears to be war and just experiments and just unnamed un- or unnamed weird evil looking shit. And then they fight these things, these masses of blobs. Uh, they're called Shoggoth or Shogoths. Um, but w- this is one of the, not the first, but this is, th- this the story fits I guess the uh, the idea of what happens when you look at them, because I, I refreshed my memory just to make sure. I went to the plot the plot synopsis, and towards the end of it, spoiler alert, mute the next 10 seconds, I guess. Spoiler alert, at the end of it, um, as they're escaping, cause a couple of them escape, one of the main characters, Danforth, he looks back to where they're, they've been this whole time, where they've escaped from the Shogoth, and he sees this unimaginable thing and just goes insane, just loses it. Just Uh-oh. goes into like loses himself, like bubbling, not bubbling, but like a just a, a I guess crying or snotting, and just insane, and then goes catatonic. And he's just gone. Yeah, like he's, he just gone. ends. And it's it doesn't describe. Yeah. It doesn't describe that he sees like you know Cthulhu rising out. It doesn't give detail, but that's it's it's like it's like a classic, almost a trope of of that mythos and that universe. It's just again, he's they fucking escape somehow. They. The Shogoth didn't manage to kill those dudes. They were leaving, and then he just looked, and oopsie doodle, you looked at the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what's so fucked up about all this shit. And that's why, about, I, that's why I love it. That's why I love it so much. It's like, just, I, I don't know, it's just the idea of something so indescribable that it drives you insane. <laughs> upon, I mean, instantly, upon looking at it. It's crazy. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Yeah. So, um, so that, that brings me up, uh, or that, that brings me to another thing that I'd, I'd been thinking about, and that was uh, kind of like his portrayal of these gods um, in his writings. Like, take, take Call of Cthulhu, for instance. Um, Call of Cthulhu, uh, and you can, of course, correct me if I'm wrong, I think, uh, Snow, I think your knowledge about Call of Cthulhu is a little bit more than mine. But um, if I'm not mistaken, like it was uh, like these, you know, this cult, this cult following, you know, they were being drawn to Cthulhu, um, you know, through their basically, basically it starts through the subconscious, right? And then it becomes like this more conscious thing is, uh, you know, 
uh, I guess Cthulhu, you know, whenever he wakes up or it wakes up, you know, then then he draws everyone near because he's full and he's present at that point. But until then, he's not really present. Is that yeah. is that fair to say? Yeah, it's no, it it he he kind of like you're saying he manifests in in sometimes in indescribable nightmares. I think they describe it in that book as as he's waking up his um it affects his followers first because i think like the act of seeking him out or it out and the act of wanting to find it kind of opens up your psyche to the possibility okay. you know yeah and yeah. so like you're saying like he's you know even when he's asleep quote unquote asleep you're you're still you get flashes you kind of get these flashes being nightmares but as he wakes up he calls you and it's as he wakes more and more, or if you're again part of the cult and you're seeking him, or if you're weak mentally, like you can't resist it. Like it is, mm-hmm. it's it's a you're going, and you don't know where you're going. You know, like it, it pulls you to him. You don't necessarily have a conscious. The way I understand it, you don't have a conscious. Like okay, I need to get on a plane and go here. It's just you just know. Like you're like okay, I'm going. I go here, and yeah, and so he he keeps he keeps waking up. There's they they get these visions of these um indecipherable languages like a the um it's not a cop but there's like an investigator of some sort that's tracking the cult through the call of cthulhu and he finds all these writings in this language that you know he has like a linguist or a historian or something look at and they're like you just made this up basically this is not real (laughs) like it it breaks all the rules of like not phonetics what's it called you know know, linguists can look at like a written language well okay i thought there was I thought there was a word for like when you look at it, like if you're an expert and you can look at a written language and you can know if it's fake or not, or you can be pretty oh. sure, right? Like you can be like, okay, well, the structure of this and how it's formed is probably I that was just called grammar. By, yeah, who knows? Either way, the, the point being, these people looked at it and they're like, no, this is fake. You're just, you know, you're trolling us, bruh. And <laughs> like, well, whoopsie doodles. No, I'm not. Um, th- this is so I. D, you'll probably you'll probably recognize this quote, and I, I'm looking it up. So it's um, there's there's two that are really really famous. Um, one of them is uh, one of the sayings they find where I think a cultist had killed himself and written in his blood uh, in his house at Riley, dead Cthulhu awaits dreaming. It's one of the mm. really famous quotes yeah. from this book. And the other one, which this has been twisted, you might recognize a form of this from Game of Thrones. That is not dead, which can eternal lie, and with strange eons, even death may die. Oh yeah, ah, that is a, that that which is dead cannot die. <laughs> yep, that's that's a that's very the, it's the sea. Oh, it's the ocean. I don't know. They're the people who just hang out next to the yeah, ocean. iron something or whatever they are. But yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead, Ethan. Yeah, it's no, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I was just going to talk about that a little bit, and um, um. You know, I, I wanted to touch on something else, too. You know, talking about Cthulhu and, and I guess Nyothep is probably the outlier here. But when we talk about, like, these these eldritch gods, like something like Yogg-Sothoth or Azathoth, especially, um, you know, if these, these beings, you know, if they are timeless, eternal you know, can exist outside of, you know, the dimensions that we can comprehend, which is space and time. 
you know, where does, and they have, they don't really have a sense of morality, right? They, they're beyond morals. And so, so I often thought like, why, why is that? Why would they be outside of morals? So, and, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you guys, um, you know, what you thought about this, right? So does morality, does morality come with the presence of death? So, and, and, and the reason you that mean, I, that I said have, it, so, so if I say, if, I've, if I have the ability to kill, or if I have the ability to die, you know, do, do I recognize, just, just saying that death is uh, the, the ultimate punishment, death, like, and that's it, right? Like, nothing else beyond that, just death, um... Is that is that the basis? Is that the foundation for morality? Like, you know, do not do anything that would lead to oh, um, death you of just, myself or went, others. I think you so. Went real I mean, hard in the fucking paint. <laughs> so, I mean, if we if yeah, we can if we constrain it if we constrain it to just our opinions of us and then the. The mythos that we're talking about tonight. Mm-hmm. I think that's, mm-hmm. I think that's absolutely why. I think that's a big reason. So there's two. I think one of them, unfortunately, is kind of uninteresting to talk about because you can't really debate it. They are outside morality because they are outside morality. They don't, they exist in a construct that we cannot fathom. So They're why should reality. any, right, exactly. Why should anything we know about apply to them? It literally, right. it can't. But right. there's the other, there, like what you said, I agree with. I think that. One of the reasons humans have morals and one of the reasons morality and society exist in a structured way is because of death. We don't come back. Uh, well, so I'm, I'm not going to debate resurrection or anything. We, we just, death. Let's just assume for the sake of argument, death's final. You die. You're dead. That's it. Sorry. Sucks to suck. And so it behooves you as a, as a people and as humans that, you know, you don't want people necessarily running around slaughtering without just because they get bored and they're like, Hey, fuck you, blam. And you're dead or push you off a cliff. Like life is kind of precious. And so there's a structure and there's morality gives a, a compass, like they always say, or like a a guide to try to keep people from extinguishing themselves or killing you. It's, it's, it's kind of self-serving. No one wants, well, most people don't want to die. I I don't want to die. Yeah. And and that's the thing. That's the thing. The fear the fear of yep. death. So let, let's say uh, the other side of that coin is if you had no fear of death, right? So if, um, let's again, let's say for the sake of argument, death is the final. It's it's the uh, it's the last adventure. Um, then, then what what does it matter? What does it matter what I do? If I die, I won't remember any of it. It'll just be the long sleep. You know what I mean? It won't matter. Right. The only thing that matters is, like, like it's really, it's really hard to think about because, like, when you go to sleep, let's say you go to sleep and you never dream, you never really know you're asleep. It's just at some point in time you fall asleep and you wake up. The time in between falling asleep and waking up is just lost to you. Right. Life's you a series know. of awakenings. Exactly. And so, and so death becomes just this sleep, 
right? You don't remember. Well, it what it you should, did. but it, it doesn't. Not to not to people who. That's 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 rarely how they view it. Um, right. Exactly. My experience. It, it's it's rare. It is very rare. They 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 have yeah. as much existential dread as as we do. Those you know, and I'm you know I'm talking about people who, you know, there's a handful of people who think there's something else, and there's a handful of people who doesn't. But I think we all still share this existential dread about death, and this this uh oh because we just we it's one of those things. It literally cannot be known. So it's this fear. I mean, and it's it's like uh, fear incarnate. Yeah. Death is fear incarnate because yeah. we cannot know it. Can you can't know until you go do it, and yeah. so that is right. fear. And you and you can't. You, it's it's not. It's too abstract to like you're saying. You can't comprehend it, which mm-hmm. is why I think it fits. It fits in really well. Oh yeah. With I I think it's a cool thing like to to have them because it would it would really cheapen. Like taking a step back before we all have an existential crisis right now, it would really cheapen <laughs> the um the experience. So even if you still had these cosmic beings and they're still immensely powerful, but for some reason they played by human morals, that would cheapen the effect so much. Oh, it'd be like yeah. fucking why? So all so what you are now is you're a monster. <laughs> You've been reduced to a monster. Are you impossibly strong? Yes. Can of you probably can you not be defeated? No, but you're still a fucking monster at that point. You still play by our rules, it's and that motives. lets exactly, yeah. And it why. gives your it gives your brain something to latch onto, even though it's scary. It's familiar, and your brain can go, "Okay, I understand this." But when you remove that, and your right. brain goes, "I have everything slippery. I have nothing. Oh God!" Then that's, it just that's what makes it like death. It's yep. like it, it, it doesn't have a why. It just is, and. Right. I would challenge the statement made earlier that death was a punishment. It's like, well, no, everyone dies, whether you're good, bad, otherwise. And you're de- we use it as a punishment for certain people, and that's mostly just because we don't want to deal with their asses no more, or and or we don't want to we we don't want them to hurt someone else, uh, innocent. Right. Uh, it's not it's not really to uh, hurt them; it's to save other people. That's why you kill bad things. It's not. It, well, it's not really about punishing them. Yeah, you use it as a don't do this bad thing, or I'm going to end. It's a nuclear option. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's not so much a punishment as it is a, a deterrent, like you said. It's it's like no, we're tired of your shit. We we got to get rid of you because you've already made too many people like like fucking Ted Bundy. Uh, he doesn't even know how many people he killed. Before he right. died, he's like, I don't know, I don't know, I, you know, I hit him in the head with a tire iron. They got up and run off. Maybe they died in the woods. I don't, I don't know. I, I couldn't find them. And I've never seen him pop them. up on the news. Yeah, literally, like law don't know. Uh, but we killed him, and good, good. He needed to go because we can't let that shit. There's no reason to let that keep going and him right. possibly break out, steal a car, and kill thirty, forty, fifty or more people. There's no reason. He to had. He had no, he had no understanding of morality. Uh, I don't know. He, he maybe, maybe, he, maybe he did or didn't. I, I think it's important. I think the punishment for him again, or not punishment. Sorry, the what you get, the, the debt, like killing him, is important because, like you said, that you know, there's no chance of it happening from him again if he somehow right. escaped. But you don't. There are. I would say there. It's pretty well understood that there are people out there that are close to a, 
to a Ted Bundy. They're close. They're not quite there, but mm-hmm. they're really close. Yeah. And they and yeah. they still have a little bit of a fear of death. Let's just say a little. And as long as right. they know that if they do this thing, they will be killed, luckily that's enough to keep them from doing it. But if they know they can just do it, and maybe they get life in prison, who maybe they don't. Who fucking cares? Yeah. I think you will have... There will be people that are on the border that will be like, well, you know what? Sounds fun. And you don't want that. You don't want you don't want to empower a bunch of fucking serial killers. Right, they gotta go. You gotta you gotta cut them loose. And it's not about punishment. It really I mean, it is, and that's the way our society will see it. It's like, well, we punish this person by killing them and now they're gone. But really, I mean, if you really want to punish them, like you wanna be vindictive about it, you keep them alive. And you stick them in a hole, and you never you never let them see the light of day again for the rest of their life. That's punishment. That's that's foobar. But yep. killing them, I mean, there's fates worse than death in this world. Killing them, that's that's cutting them loose and letting everybody else feel good about it. That's what that's what that is. And I'm right. not against it. I'm I'm actually very much for it. But I mean, but that but it is what it is. <laughs> That's another podcast, Capital Punishment. That's another podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, coming back to it, I mean, it's, it's, you know, know, death is, death death is fear, and fear is death. And so, so the fear of death, so the fear of death is what drives morality. Is that what we're, is that what we're saying? Maybe. It's not the sole driver, but it's a significant, it's a driver. It is a driver. I I would say, I would say it's significant. It's, it's one of, if not the most significant. Because it's, there has to, you know, there are some people, there are, there, people are very different. There are some that will naturally not want to do bad, but everyone's interpretation, if you somehow let everyone choose on their own 100% what their interpretation of good and evil is, you would have so many fluid interpretations, oh, it would be chaos. Oh, so you yeah. have to kind of, you have to kind of drive people and pigeonhole them. And you have to say, no, 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 fuck you, this is good. And no, 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 this is bad. And you have to have these these guardrails or, yeah. Getting into absolutes. (laughs) I mean, yeah, you you can't let people make up their own minds. So to, to come back to the Eldritch Gods, if we, if, if we were eternal, Let's say that um, let's say that I I found the philosopher's stone and I could you know uh, create an elixir of life and live forever. Um, could I exist beyond the boundaries of morality? Hundred percent. I think that's the plot of no less than eighteen thousand books and movies. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. No, I mean, like jokes aside, yeah, if you could if you could avoid death, yeah, you would. I would say it's almost inevitable that over time, your concept of morality will blur to the point of not existing. Oh yeah, uh, maybe, now that that for sure that will happen. maybe yeah. maybe you yeah. don't maybe you don't you know slaughter everyone you meet in the street. Maybe you become more nihilistic about it, but it's. There's no great ending. There is no, like, there's not right. a lot of, a lot of the carrot, a lot of the stick in the carrot dangling that's done is based on mortality and it's based yeah. on death. And if that goes away, well, what do you do? 
It's like um yep. did you ever did you ever read the the Watchmen? Yeah. No, I, I didn't yeah. read it. I watched the movie. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I've seen the movie. I, I know of the graphic novel, but I've not read yeah. it. It's kind of really like the Doctor Manhattan. Oh, I, I love the movie. I thought it was I great. I liked the movie. I, yeah. I thought it was I, dumb I the it. first time I watched it, but I went back and watched it again later, and I was like, oh, I see what they're doing. Well, it, okay. It's very oh. pretentious. I mean, it's... Sure. It, Yeah, it, it's a pretentious piece of shit in some parts, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's kind of like the Dr. Manhattan thing. So he, right. see, he becomes this being that kind of, uh, you know, he's eternal. He's and, God, basically. Yeah, he's God. And he just and he doesn't become evil though, touch. right? He, he's, he, no, he, he's, he's kinda, just he, ambivalent. He's yeah, ambivalent. exactly. He yeah. he becomes the what I you know the example I just gave more like towards the just I just don't care. Like he right, doesn't actively right. seek out to hurt people, right. and he does stuff to help people, but he doesn't do stuff to help people because I mean I think they show sparks of humanity during some scenes in the movie at least, but overall he doesn't do things to help people. He does things because he's just he's bored. Like well, I'm well, here. That's, so. That can be explained by he's a remnant of of a man. He's a man made God instead of the other way sure. around. God made okay. man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, so right. there's still that little bit of him inside, right? Or yeah. that little that bit of human of aspect, right? Yeah, it's interesting. Well, um, well, guys, I think that's it for tonight. Uh, thanks, listeners. You can find us on. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, I post these on, uh, YouTube, um, you know, check us out on, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, give us a like, um, if you want to hear about something that, you know, we haven't talked about or have talked about, you know, let's go into more detail, just, you know, let us know, and we appreciate yeah. you listening. Please don't try to, please don't try to summon Cthulhu, I'd appreciate it. Please. Yeah, if you have if you have any information to the whereabouts of <laughs> Cthulhu, <our> hotline. <laughs> keep it to yourself. Yeah, keep it to yourself, please. <laughs> All right, good shit, All right, guys. Yeah, good shit.